from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Morning, Mike. Didn't like reading this, the commodity prices, because they've been holding us up and they're starting to get hit as well now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't call it a trend yet. I, I want to talk about commodity prices because of yeah, what you referred to there, because the big picture context here. I mean, the RBNZ is, is trying to engineer a recession, sort of control demand in the economy. And, and recessions, you know, they're, they're not great news, are they, uh, depending on the severity? And at those times, though, we do become sensitive to the strength of our, those export markets. And there's been quite a bit of discussion recently around the fact that we are running big trade deficits. It's really sort of pointing to or highlighting the disparity at the moment between the the volume and value of imports, because we're importing like crazy people, uh, versus exports. And so we really have been assisted um, over the sort of more recent period by strong commodity prices, um, and because there has been this issue around the falling volumes of exports. So it's not the best news to hear that commodity prices fell in November. So they've eased 3.9%, and this is using the measure of the ANZ World Commodity Price Index. And so we're seeing food commodity prices easing. Now, that 3.9% fall is using world prices in other currencies. So if we look at this in New Zealand dollar terms, what we call local currency terms, the fall was much more pronounced. So many commodities are priced in US dollars or other non New Zealand dollar currencies and a move in the value of the New Zealand dollar affects the return you get here once you bring the proceeds back to New Zealand. And the currency has been strengthening after a, a, quite a recent bound of weakness. And as ANZ point out in the period under review, quite, quite strong 4.6% against the trade weighted index in, in November. Now, the good news, Mike, is that the cost of moving stuff around is falling. So global shipping prices are starting to normalise. They are still higher than pre-pandemic levels, but they are falling. And just, just looking at the various commodities, dairy, uh, it's down 10.2% uh, from a year ago and about 4.4% that fall was in November. We get an update on that tomorrow with the latest global dairy trade auction. Uh, meat and fibre uh, down 6.3%. Lamb prices down just over 20% actually year on year. And lamb apparently a bit of a luxury product, so global recession won't help there. Horticulture down 2.7%. Forestry index uh, a 3.3% fall in November. We are heavy, heavily reliant on demand out of China, so we really would like to see Chinese demand lift there. But to close it all out on a positive note, Mike, aluminium prices, they've bucked the trend. They yeah. are 4.4% higher. Go TY. Uh, what yeah. about housing? Yeah, everyone's favourite topic here. Serious funk, though, isn't there? Uh, getting extremely weak sentiment numbers coming out of residential construction. So these are the latest sales numbers from Bath and Thompson. Apologies to those listeners who are living outside of Auckland. These are Auckland-based. Auckland sales for November, 12-year low. Uh, Barfin and Thompson, they're Auckland's biggest real estate agency, so good representative data. They sold 700 properties in November. That is higher than October, but that's the seasonal trend kicking in. We tend to do more house buying when it gets warmer, coming into summer, uh, but well down on last November. And when I say well down, that is something of a euphemism. In November 21, we sold 1, 000, they sold 1,182 properties. That's down to 700, so a 41% fall. That's got to be hurting the agents out there, hasn't it? Um, that is the lowest level of November sales since 2010. Uh, what we do know, Mike, is that prices tend to follow the trend in sales volumes, so that's not a great indicator for prices. 28% more properties for sale than this time last year. The silver lining, of course, and we do have got to look for the silver lining, it's good news for buyers. I mean, more choice at better prices. Uh, so we're seeing first-home buyers responding. Um, but you know, Mike, 
if you've had it, if you've ever headed out west Auckland or South Auckland, there's still plenty of supply coming online. Yep. There's plenty of house out there. Interest rates are now a real affordability factor. It looks to me like the buyer's market is going to stay in place for a little while yet. Give me some numbers. Yeah, the US market's a little bit weaker, actually, uh, an ISM services number there, but stronger than than people were expecting, so that brings the Fed back into play. Uh, 34,080 on the Dow Jones at the moment, that's down 350 points, just over 1%. The S&P 500's been hit harder, down 1.5%, still over 4,000, though 4,010. Uh, the NASDAQ down 1.4%, 161 points. 11,300. Uh, the FTSE 100 overnight gained 0.15%, closing at 7,567. Uh, the Nikkei in, in Japan up also 0.15%, 27,820. A stronger day in China though, they gained 1.76%, 3,211. Uh, in Australasia, the Aussies gained 0.33% yesterday, closing at 7,325, and we gained 0.31% on Monday, closing at 11,677 on the NZX50. Kiwi dollar was over 64 cents. It's fallen sharply. It's now 0.63 against the US, 0.9394 against the Aussie, 0.6009 against the Euro, 0.5182 pounds, 86.11 Japanese yen. Uh, gold weaker, $1,773. Here we go. Brent crude. What is it? 84 bucks and 80 cents. Stable. Stable. We'll call that stable, Mike. All right. Okay, price cap came in. That's all. Nice to see you. Andrew Kelleher, JMIWealth.co.nz.